Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to be talking about some feedback. And by that, I mean I'm going to be talking about some feedback. I'll explain in a moment. All that right for this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and moment over, I guess. Yeah, so what's going on is we were supposed to record today, but me and Ashley both are in big middles of moves and all kinds of craziness, so we could not get our schedules aligned. But I did not want to let the Secret Invasion feedback be missed, because it's... Secret Invasion. It's all going to be all about theory crafting and the theories are going to change as new information comes. And like, that's the fun, one of the most fun parts about this podcast is like finding all those like weird little things that you guys think and then we all get spun out about and then we find out it's not true the next episode. So like, I wanted to at least get through the Secret Invasion feedback that we've got in right now. So uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, Solo, which I've never done before. Never done a solo feedback episode. I've done solo, like, instant takes. Uh, but this is going to be interesting. Uh, I hope. I hope it's fun. Uh, it'll, it'll be weird. It'll be like just like I'm talking to the person who sent it in, you know. I, I've, I've thought about doing these, but never had a reason to. So this will be a good experiment today. Um, so uh, I guess we can dive right in. Well, I do, I do want to say just I'm so freaking excited about Secret Invasion, you guys. I am so freaking excited about it. Like... The show has like continued all week. I've I've seen it twice, and it's just continued all week to just like get better in my mind, get more exciting. So um, I hope I hope you guys are all out there enjoying it too, as much as I am. So up first, we have Andre Sparks, one of our patrons. Uh, thank you, Andre. Says, "Hey, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley. Uh, first MCU Disney Plus content of the year, and I loved it." To start with no standard MCU banner and music, told you this was going to be serious. What are the chances that Gravik is Fury's son? Fury is... <laughs> Fury said he knows hot scrolls. <laughs> I think he said, like, good-looking scrolls, but we kept saying hot on the podcast because I couldn't think of what he said. <laughs> hot scrolls. So we will uh, see if that includes the scroll queen. Keep up the great work. Andre. Hmm. So, I, I know that's a comic book reference. I know the Scroll Queen is in uh, there. Oh, and he continues. Andre continues. P.S. Jeff, uh, hope you keep rocking out in Cali. Uh, good luck with the move, Ashley, and continue to heal, Matt. Uh, on that last thing, I can't answer. Um, I, I'm healing up really well, actually. Um, had I, had I, as y'all know, I threw my back out. Uh, two or three weeks ago and like literally couldn't sit up to podcast even it's, it's crazy when you do <laughs> like it's one thing when I'm hurt and I can't go play a show where I've got to like run around a stage or whatever you know like I do that all the, like that 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 has crossed my mind before that I might not be able to make it on stage to do a show but like I've never had an injury where I was like 
I might not be able to sit in a chair for an hour. Yeah, it's it's weird. That's a weird that's a weird thing. But I'm feeling great now. I'm feeling much better. Um, and I'm just taking care of myself a little better, being a little more careful with it and, uh, feeling good, feeling great, feeling great. How are you? Um, sorry, little outcast. Um, anyway, uh, and, and, uh, so that's the only one I can answer there for the, how the hosts are doing. Cause I'm the only one here. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the chances of Gravik being Fury's son are, are possible. I, I, I've heard other people mention that and, um, it's a, it's a theory that's that's bopping around. So, uh, I think that's, uh, that's, that's a possibility. Gravik, um, took it harder, him leaving, which like definitely, if he's not his son, I think there's a father son like relationship between them. Uh, Gravik is probably, I scroll the Fury's known since he was a kid, probably, probably just like, um, Gaia is going to be one of the kids from, uh, Captain Marvel, he's probably one of the other kids that he's known his, their whole life and now has to uh, deal with the fact that he hates him. It's kind of it's kind of wild, man. It's going to be uh, going to be emotional. I'm really excited that they added that in. Like, I I already thought that the story of the scrolls being like legitimately sort of like um hurt by the humans ignoring them and like their failed promise was going to be an interesting story you know that that whole thing we always talk about with like killmonger like maybe they'll maybe they'll beat the scrolls but the scrolls will win the moral argument you know that's kind of what i was expecting but the idea that gravik whether he's his son or not the idea that gravik is like close to fury and it's a personal betrayal um i think is is really cool um, I think it's going to add a, a whole other dimension to that relationship. Um, oh, you mentioned the Scroll Queen. I don't know if the Scroll Queen is going to factor into this. I, I feel like I don't. I don't know enough about it from the comics, but I feel like a lot of times Marvel sort of puts their own spin on things, and I feel like things like Gaia is this is like the daughter of one of the heads of the Scrolls, you know, or like you know. Halos having been a leader of the scrolls, like maybe it's just a rephrasing of that old story, you know, uh, the recontextualizing. Um, because you know, do they even have a queen if they're here on earth? You know, like this, this rogue team, they have a council, so do they also have a queen? I don't know. Um, up next. Ryan Salazar says, I think Matt's on to something. Maybe Fury really did die in Winter Soldier and was replaced by a scroll at that point. Ryan, that is a great idea. Um, I, I, I had the theory last week, uh, the red string theory that Fury is a scroll. Um, and yeah, like it would absolutely make sense if that, that's a perfect time for them to have made the switch, you know? Um, so yeah. Good call, Ryan. Good call. Uh, up next, Jeff Haker says, Hey, Matt, Ashley, Jeff, and their scroll impersonators. <laughs> uh, what a kickoff to Secret Invasion. Loved the first episode. RIP to Maria Hill. Maybe? Question mark. Uh, Kobe Smulders is in the Marvels. 
So is this a clue that Maria isn't actually dead, or does the Marvels occur before Secret Invasion, or is she going to be taken out of the Marvels, or is the Maria Hill in the Marvels a scroll? <laughs> Would love to hear your thoughts. Love y'all 3000. Jeff, or maybe scroll Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, uh, okay, so... <laughs> you said would love to hear your thoughts, but I feel like you like you were throwing out all these ideas and I kept like, okay, well, maybe it's this. Maybe I had other ideas, but you kept listing and you listed four really good theories. And I think it could be any of those. Um, sometimes they do really fun things like that with uh, um, like they say someone's in a movie just to fool us. And you know how I love for Marvel to lie to me. Just lie to me more, Marvel. Lie to me. Hurt me. Break my heart. Uh, so yeah, it's possible that she's not actually in the movie. Um, I like my favorite of your four things you posit, uh, is the idea that, um, the Marvels happens before this, because that would explain, um, Nick Fury being in it too. And like, maybe, maybe that's going to give me the head cannon right now to be able to go through the series, not knowing if Nick's going to survive, you know, which I think we already had that idea because we thought that maybe he's a scroll in one or the other of the properties. But in this case, maybe it's before, maybe him being in, it means nothing to how this series ends, you know? So, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like all, all those theories are possible, but that's my favorite. Uh, up next, Abby Wilkie says, Hi, pandas and wider embarrassment. <laughs> uh, sorry. I don't know. Pandas and wider embarrassment is fun. Like, sometimes we call the hosts pandas and sometimes we call everyone pandas. And I think, I think it's, it's everyone's a panda. Uh, in the, if if you claim to be a panda, you're a panda. <laughs> if you're out there listening, um, but I like the wider. I just I just love that. For those of you who don't know, I, we don't mention it that often. So embarrassment is apparently the term for a group of pandas. We found out long after we named ourselves pandas. Uh, we found out that an embarrassment is like like a flock is a flock of birds. You know, um, it's a group of birds. Embarrassment is a group of pandas, and that's just amazing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Abby continues, so I hadn't planned to, but I ended up taking notes from the first episode of Secret Invasion. I thought you guys might enjoy them. Okay. Number one, the building we see near the beginning of the episode, which has three letters on it, MNCN, uh, on the side and MRCY on the other side, this is the National Research Moscow State University of Civil Engineering. Okay. Or at least that's what the acronym means. Uh, sorry, I don't have any, know anything specific uh, for when we see this building. Number two, Fury goes for his walk uh, and we see a couple of on a bench kissing. Fury stares the woman down because public displays of affection make people very uncomfortable. He knows this trick and won't be fooled by it. Ooh, that's a good call. That's a good call, Abby. Call back to Civil War um, and uh, how Natasha got, the, got these agents to avert their eyes and Fury wouldn't fall for that. I like it. Number three. 
the girl with the ball's mother asks her, uh, my Russian isn't amazing. I'm just a learner. Uh, more or less, what are you doing? Go inside. Okay. I like it. Um, in my head canon for that would be like her mother sees her outside at night and she goes, why is my daughter outside at night? Her daughter's not outside. Her daughter's still in bed, but this is a scroll pretending to be her daughter on the same street or whatever. Um, I like that. Number four. Uh, Unity Day. Unity Day is a public holiday in Russia. It happens on November 4th, so this dates the events a bit for us. Uh, the square they mentioned for the Unity Day bombing is not a real place. Uh, there is a Vosoyedinaye, I definitely butchered that, monument in Moscow, but no square with the same name. The word means reunion. The word that I'm not going to say again, even though she typed it out, means reunion. <laughs> um, the symbol of the Unity Day decorations, uh, the Matryoshka doll, uh, something hiding inside something else. Brilliant. Oh, okay. Um, matrice, matri matri I feel like I've heard this word before. Um, like the nesting dolls, I'm guessing, is what that is. Um, okay. Mm, I cannot read Russian, you guys. I'm realizing that uh, now that we have Abby here sending in actual Russian words, I'm like, I can't, like, I can't even sound that out. <laughs> Abby continues, these are the main things I noticed. Uh, there are probably a bunch of other things I didn't notice, but thought I'd share these with you guys. Abby. Thank you, Abby. Those are things I definitely wouldn't have noticed, and you, with uh, with some Russian language skill, um, that that's gonna help. So let us keep keep us keep us abreast of the situation. If you notice anything, we we don't. That'd be great. Um, up next, David Kirby says, "Hey, Matt, Ashley, and Tim." <laughs> uh, so quick feedback. So after my first attempt at watching and falling asleep, I came back fully Red Bulled up and made these observations. Has Ross always been a scroll, or was he impersonated for that specific task? Has Talos always been Australian? <laughs> I think so. I think that, that uh, uh, voice was basically the same voice he used in Captain Marvel. Um, Moscow looks a hell of a lot like London. Uh, New Skrolos is a terrible name. <laughs> uh, so, are the humans in New Skrolos displaced after the blip? I enjoyed it. Can't believe Kobe got taken out in episode one. Laters Gators, love you 300. <laughs> Davi. Uh, okay. So I, I think the only one there's a question was, so are the humans in New Skrullus displaced after the blip? I don't think there are any humans in New Skrullus. I'm pretty sure they're all scrolls. It's just the, the ones that are look like humans are the um are the 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 soldiers. Because there's the ones that she she says like um only the soldiers are allowed to leave. So miss, and they stay there. They stay that form uh, while they're in New Skrullus. Probably so we can all tell who they are and so they can save money on makeup. All right. Maddie Eberhardt says, Hey guys, 
With Harrison Ford confirmed to be president in Brave New World, the consensus seems to be that the current president will be a scroll. I think that's very a very likely outcome, but a prediction I have is that the president could be assassinated by the scrolls disguised as another radical group. This could be how they try to get the humans to take each other out. And it would make perfect sense that it would be orchestrated by Val. Just some of my thoughts. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Thanks, Maddie. Yes, 100%, Maddie. Uh, people kept saying uh, the president's likely a scroll. I, I think you're, you're, what you're saying is much more likely. I think that he is going to be assassinated. Um, and maybe he's a scroll. That like <laughs> maybe if he's a scroll, it's going to like shock the world in a way that uh, I don't think the scrolls would want. So I think it's likely he's just going to be assassinated. Um, yeah, or and I don't, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this series ends with the world knowing about scrolls or not. You know, because um, I don't know if that's a direction they want to go with the show or like not. You know, I don't know. Interesting, interesting. Um, okay. Hey, last one. Um, thanks, guys, for sending in some feedback. Um, we're, we'll be taking more feedback ne- for next week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, send it in. Send it in. Um, and if, if you're a patron, as always, you get preferred feedback. So go to patreon.com slash mcucast and uh, give us a few dollars a month, and you can uh, get your feedback read first. Um, yeah. It's looking like this is going to be a short episode because... There's a little less uh, riffing happening because me and Ashley aren't uh, bouncing back and forth. But um, I'm glad we got to I'm glad I got to hop on and do these because I really didn't want to leave. Like I I hate it when we don't get to feedback and like so much feedback becomes worthless after a show like this. Like the next episode comes out and it's like oh well that theory meant nothing. You know what I mean? Um, okay, Kelly McKim says hello Matt Jeff and Ashley. I just watched Secret Invasion Episode 1 for the second time, and I have some thoughts. Starting with the opening line about, what if someone we've known our whole lives always trusted was someone else entirely? This is the perfect opening for a spy show where there is so much subterfuge. I think the writers might be misdirecting us even within that line. Ooh, you think that line's misdirection. Interesting. I think that line is uh, them calling their shots. Like, to me, that line opening the show means they have to reveal someone we've known a long time as a scroll. Like, I think it's essential that they do that. So, interesting. I like it. Uh, Kelly continues... What if it refers to knowing and trusting ourselves rather than others? It is obvious that Fury was deeply traumatized after the snap. He has had a crisis of faith. I think he could be referring to him losing his faith in himself to make decisions that don't cause the deaths of people he cares about. His confidence seems to waver even more after he shoots the art dealer guy, to save Talos. He isn't willing to lose another that he cares about, so he shoots. I think he is leading with his emotions, which is something he used to expertly suppress. Um, I imagine this will get worse now that Maria has passed. Mm. 
So I'm just going to read that, read that quote again. She started with, um, what if someone we've known our whole lives always trusted with someone else entirely? Interesting. So she's saying that he doesn't trust himself and he's someone different than he expects himself to be. That's interesting. I like it. Um, red line theory. I think she means red string theory. Mm-hmm. Um, Talos is the big bad and wants Fury to suffer and lose his family and home like the Skrulls. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a red string theory, my friend. That is a red string theory. I, I do not expect that, and it would be amazing if you called that. Um, Kelly continues, uh, My first red flag about Talos uh, was when he gets... He lets Gaia escape from the sewers with the bombs. He could have easily stopped her or at least chased her. Yes, she is his daughter, but he also knows the stakes. He didn't seem to try that hard considering he knew that she is working with Gravik. Also, Fury tells him that Mercy is his weakness. With all the pent-up anger, loss of his wife, and feelings of abandonment, I could easily see Talos betraying Fury. I also think Talos might be manipulating his daughter, and that she and Fury may team up later to fight him. Mm. I'm looking forward to hearing all your ideas as we go through the season. Love you 3000, Kelly McKim. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Man. That is not how I took this this character. I like it though. I like the uh, I like the I like the theory. Um, the way I took that, I, I think I mentioned this in the episode. The reason he didn't turn her in, I thought it was odd too. I thought it was odd that he didn't try harder. But it's set up set right after the scene where he sees that other scroll shot by Fury, and I think he doesn't want to get his daughter caught up in the same kind of situation. Um, and maybe Fury would shoot his daughter, you know? Um, so I think, I think there's, uh, I think there's two ways to look at that, but yeah, if he ends up being, uh, the big bad, that would be really interesting. And like, honestly, I just keep thinking he's such a saintly character. Like he's, I don't think he's going to make it through the series cause he seems too good in my opinion. Like he's, um, he just doesn't want to hurt anybody. And Fury tells him, like, you know, if you want to save uh, the scrolls, you're going to have to hurt some people. And he's so resistant to that idea. And it's, he's resistant to hurting people and he's resistant to hurting scrolls. Now, what I think would be interesting, and, I, and I, I think we talked about this on the episode, is like, that's who he is now. But what happens if, you know, we, we, we've talked if, like, Talos dies, how it might drive his daughter to be a villain or something, or or could bring her, uh, you know, if Gravit kills Talos, maybe she jumps to the side of Fury. But what if his daughter dies and Gravit is responsible, or Fury is responsible for that matter? Oof. And then we have this, like, you know, very, like, lost everything sad Talos and he just decides to join the rebels in their cause, you know, I think it's, uh, definitely possible. Um, and I think he would be great. And as Ashley said, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's always a bad guy. So, you know, it, it's the most likely scenario. 
Oh, man. Well, uh, that is the feedback that we had for the Secret Invasion stuff. And, um, yeah, I just uh, I really didn't want to let it go stale because then we'd be, like, having that weird, like, I don't know, should we read it or should we not? It's it's old and the, the theory, this theory is debunked. And, yeah, I'm glad to hop on and do this. Um, but if you, uh, if you're listening to this and you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, um, throw it some money over on Patreon, patreon.com slash MCUcast. We're really doing everything we can to try to grow the show and put more effort into it, uh, both here on the main feed and on the Patreon. Um, and, uh, honestly, I'm trying to transition towards more podcasting. Um, because, uh, I'm, I'm taking in my niece, uh, as of this week, it looks like, and uh, I'm trying to, trying to do more podcasting and less music because, uh, it takes me away from her on the weekends, you know? So I'm trying to make that move and we're kind of close. Like if we can just, uh, grow things a little bit. So, uh, if you, if you like this show, throw it some money on Patreon or, uh, tell your friends about it. If you got, if you got some, uh, some friends that like the old MCU, uh, let them know this is a show that's fun to listen to because that's the ways we can grow and, uh, you know, make this more the main job instead of the side job. So, um, we're, we're, we're sort of looking at different ways to try to make that happen. Um, because I would really love to be able to focus all my efforts in on stranded Panda. Honestly, that's really what, what, uh, I'd love to do. So, um, I hope you guys are having a great week. And, uh, I hope you're all like feeling spry and like, you know, nobody's, nobody's going through too many hardships. Uh, I really do, uh, appreciate all of you guys being out there and listening and, uh, and just, just getting to hang out with you all in the Stranded Panda chat and stuff on Facebook is, uh, just such a, such a great thing for me. I really love, uh, love this community and love all you guys. And, uh, we'll be back soon. Um, ho. Oh, Check out Multiverse News. I don't know if we mentioned it yet on a Secret Invasion episode, but we always have a lot more people on the show when the shows come out. So if you haven't heard yet, we started a new show called Multiverse News, and it's uh, it's fun. It's a podcast. It's everywhere you get podcasts, and uh, you can uh, li- li- listen to us. Uh, it's sort of like all of our other shows where we just you know talking, but. Uh, we also actually read the news and like take time to prepare the stories and stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. We like it, it's an actually useful stranded panda podcast where you can actually know what's going on. It's uh, the idea is it's um, news from all the fictional universes you love. So just any kind of geeky fictional universe, we talk about it all. Kind of just entertainment news. So a lot of fun. Um, so we'll be doing that here soon. Check out the multiverse news feed wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, we'll be back. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 